Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here with Dr. Ron Hoffelt is uncensored each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m. With the magnitude of gratitude, I would like to thank all of our listeners for making this show one of the most popular on podcasting in Southwest Florida. So thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on all platforms. We are, you can listen to us on iTunes, over 200 and some episodes, uh, everything from electromagnetic fields, uh, uh, electro, uh, I'm sorry, the vaccinations, uh, polypharmacy, uh, you name the topic we've probably covered in the last three and a half years. And we've covered it with uh, information you're not going to receive from the mainstream media. Before we get further, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is our fourth year, and I say about 240 episodes uh, are archived both on on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and all the other platforms that you may uh, be familiar with. Even Blueberry has been doing really great for us. we have some really interesting shows coming up. Next week we'll have Todd Davis, the uh, CEO of Index Corporation, and he's going to be talking about CBD, cannabidiol. And cannabidiol has uh, been shown to have now a wide range of health benefits. And, you know, it's, it's constituent of marijuana, and it's been stigmatized. Uh, but, of course, the THC is not part of the of the CBD product. And uh, we'll be talking about the, the politics of it, the legality of it, and how the how it affects the endocannabinoid system, and to deliver anti-inflammatory uh, properties, antioxidant properties, immune regulatory and analgesic benefits, inflammatory bowel disease, heart disease, neuropathic pain. It really does a great job there. So we'll be talking with Todd Davis and Marty Berman next week uh, about CBD, um, and then. Uh, on November 14th, if you can mark that down on your calendars, Dr. Bennett Amalu, uh, the physician who was the inspiring factor to the movie Concussion, starring Will uh, Will Smith, and who uh, came up with the term uh, chronic traumatic encephalitis, or CTE, in football players, after doing a uh, autopsy on Mike Webster of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He will be our guest on... Tuesday, November 14th. So you might might want to mark that down. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about tattoos. Uh, I think it's important because they, they do have some health effects that you should be aware of. And before you ink, you should think, or think before you ink, one way or the other. Uh, but before we get there, I want to introduce our co-hosts, uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Dr. Jerry, you there? I'm there, live in living color. Oh, my gosh. Are you there, live in living color, Dr. Dan? I'm thinking about it. I'm still here. I'm fine today, frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. How are you doing? We're great, thank you. <laughs> you like that one? 
Yeah, where'd I do. you pull you that got... one out of? <laughs> By the way, I use that all the time because people always say you're half dead, and they say, "How you doing?" I'm fine. I said, "Yeah, you're frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional." So you can have some fun with that if you like. Yeah, that that was from the uh, a movie. Right. I did make up another one for uh, great, but I'm going to save that one for another show. (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting it now. Okay. All right. Well, before, uh, ladies and gentlemen, last night I did watch the movie Vaxxed, V-A-X-X-E-D. I do recommend it. Uh, Just a great movie on vaccinations. And and, in my mind now, it looks like the NFL, how they – denied concussions and how the CDC is denying any adverse effects or reaction is almost the same story we heard with the tobacco industry, that tobacco won't doesn't do anything bad to you, it doesn't cause cancer, it's good, blah, 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 blah. So I think the CDC and the NFL are in the same uh, uh, bucket of information as the uh, as the, as the uh, tobacco industry was ladies and gentlemen do recommend you you listen to that and also um the league of denial which is a pbs uh sponsored uh, video of dr amalo and, and and how the league actually for 15 years denied that those violent hits that are taking place on the field can uh, cause concussions uh really good you know hour and a half instead of watching some of the junk that's on television right now so, uh, with that being said, we're going to talk about tattoos today. Uh, so, I have some stuff that I want to just bring to your attention, or just a little, because it's frightening. Because uh, what, what frightens me is the growing number of teens and young adults around the world who are injecting these. I'm going to call them dangerous chemicals because they're putting them under their skin. So, what I have found that the trend started in America and Europe in the 90s. And it became so popular that 36% of Americans aged 25 to 29 have at least one body tattoo. And that was in 2003. I'm sure those numbers have risen uh, since then. And, uh, you know, the media regularly glorifies these tattoos and as cultural uh, as evidenced by what you see on reality TV shows and learning channels. you, you, You see it all over. Uh, but they do have consequences. Uh, Dr. Jerry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, you remember you had the gas stations on every corner, and now you have uh, pharmacies tattoo. on every corner. And when you're driving down the street, you'll see tattoo powers all over the place now. You do, right. But you know what What? What? what the people that are getting tattoos don't know because they're not required to label the, the, the inks as tattooing, although it is an art form, was usually was started uh, with natural uh, products, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, tribal predecessors made the dyes from natural environment, but today's tattoos contain an unknown conglomeration of metallic salts, organic dyes, plastics suspended in carrier solution for consistency. In fact, the European Commission report on health risks of tattooing note that close to 40% of organic colorants used in permanent tattoos in Europe are not even approved for use on the skin, let alone injecting it under the skin. And 20% of the colorants they studied in Europe contain carcinogenic aromatic amines. They could cause cancer. So many of the chemicals found were originally intended to be used in writing and printer inks, as well as automobile parts. Right. They didn't want want the tattoos to run when it rained. (laughs) 
Putting it on the car. They did a good job of it. Yeah. I, I came across Jeez. that, too, in the articles I read. Right. Okay. Well, you know what? The FDA regulates this, don't they? Believe Absolutely it or not, ladies not. and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. They regulate oh, yeah. cosmetics that you put on top of your skin, but they don't regulate anything you inject into your skin. They don't require huh. ingredient disclosure. This just blows my mind. And so, tattoo inks can contain mutagenic substances. That means they can cause mutations. Tetragenic substances. That means they can cause birth defects. Carcinogenic substances. That means they can cause cancer. And they can be involved in other biochemical reactions in the body. And you know what? And I'll give you a case later as we complete this segment. It can occur decades after the tattoo is put in place. Decades later. And do you know that tattoos contain formaldehyde and antifreeze? So so not only the ink doesn't run, Jerry, it does doesn't doesn't harden up in the wintertime. So you can well, live that's in the important thing. It also acts as an insulation, right? You can yeah. live in Pennsylvania and not worry about snowstorms, right, Jerry? Yeah, your arm won't freeze when you're shoveling. Right. <laughs> so you really don't know and we can't we really don't know what's in tattoo ink because each each tattoo artist adds some of his own stuff. So add it to each color and each brand of ink, completely different ingredients. The carrier solution could be just plain tap water, denatured alcohols, rubbing alcohol, and that old familiar product that they put in flu vaccines, formaldehyde. So you get your formaldehyde, you'll be embalmed from the flu vaccine and from your, your tattoos. So you, you cut out the undertaker. Well, that's <laughs> when they exhume your body, they can recognize you by your tattoos. <laughs> I'm sure they use that in okay, so sure. They check somebody out according to their tattoos, right? Yeah, gosh. Well, you know, I, the, the names that of of the ingredients of these tattoos, like titanium oxide, iron oxide, azo dyes, acridine, quinoline, naphthol, you know, cleaning stuff, dyes made from ash and other mixtures. And and ingredients that are used to make plastics, plastics, and they even use shellac. Incredible. That's how it say shiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter is a is a medical translator in Spain, and she sent me an article that she translated from Spanish to English, and it's a, it is of a case of the shellac that clumped together in the winter time, just formed a ball <laughs> under the skin. Well, that's called a 3D tattoo. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know you what? You thought I mean, it didn't uh, have well, any purpose, the shellac. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never figured that. It makes a bulge. You know, and people say, you know, especially if you go on cruises and all, you stop at a port and they want to do these henna tattoos, these quote-unquote temporary tattoos. Well, henna tattoos contain a dark brown dye called paraphenylalanediamine, PPD. And that can cause a delayed allergic reaction and hypersensitization that may permanently prohibit one from using sulfur drugs. Paraminobenzoic acid sunscreens, benzocaine, and other anesthetics and hair dyes just from these henna dye tattoos. 
Fragrance sensitization may occur in some cases. The reaction will include skin necrosis, scarring, hypopigmentation. And when they analyze henna dyes uh, used on persons who have reported allergic reactions, they have shown the presence of toxic chemicals from, from hair and textile dyes. Hair dyes and textile dyes in, put in your skin. So there's a lot of alert, there's a lot of health risks, ladies and gentlemen, including the common one of infection and allergic reactions. Uh, but then there's unknown long-term effects from the metal salts, the carrier solutions that make up these tattoo inks. Skin infections, psoriasis, dermatitis can cause a lot of inflammation and autoimmunity. And I'll report on a couple cases later. And other chronic skin conditions and tumors, both benign and malignant, have all been associated with tattoos. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, think before you ink. And Dr. Jerry, did you uh, have some uh, information on, on, on some of these dyes? Yeah, well, you know, some of the carriers, that glycerin, for example, uh, you know, they're safe for most adults, but when they're taken by mouth. However, glycerin can cause some side effects, including headaches, dizziness, bloating, nausea, vomiting, thirst, and diarrhea. Uh, yeah, they don't, you know, when you start doing IV, glycerin, uh, the red blood cells can get seriously damaged. Uh, the other thing I think you may have mentioned, the alcohol and the common side effects uh, include persistent nerve pain, numbness and tingling, and certain uses of the drug may result in muscle weakness, urine or stool incontinence, and low blood pressure. So, you know, it, it doesn't stop. You know, these people think that the, all this stuff is innocuous. and yeah. um, And the other problem is, the manufacturers in China are wonderful for knocking off the well-known brands. And so you really don't know if you're getting the actual, let's say, U.S. Uh, product or you're getting an, a Chinese knockoff. And uh, th that's really disturbing. Wow. Of course, of course yeah. if it comes from China, it's got to be good, just like we learned about the uh, lipstick containing all the lead and arsenic. <laughs> Nothing and the paint on the kids' toys. I bet the, the kids' toys had lead in it. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things, this was, you know, I, I dug up and um, I, I thought was really interesting. You know, when you're applying the tattoo, it's these, these new uh, high-powered guns that, you know, uh, do the micro-injections. Well, you're creating an interference field. Uh, it, it's micro-scarring. And an interference field basically is anything that disrupts the normal flow of bioenergy in the body. In other words, the interference field can be physical in the form of trauma like surgical scars and tattooing, which creates microscarring that it blocks and inhibits the flow of blood, nerve impulses, nutrients, lymph, and their energy through your body. Uh, and it can be located anywhere in the system. And this is what people have to start to understand. It's not innocuous when you're driving these uh, uh, pigments into the skin. And, you know, for example... Um, I had a, a patient from Detroit. He had cervical neck pain. And interestingly, he had a tattoo of Sinbad the Sailor on his ankle. And it was the red dye in Sinbad's hat that turned out to be the interference field causing the patient's neck pain. So uh, I used what they call a pulsed soft laser stimulation to break up the interference that the dye was creating in the skin. And uh, his neck pain disappeared. So, again, uh, using a form of neural therapy, which was the light, I was able to stimulate with a healing laser and remove that interference. Um, 
another interesting case was a female patient who came in with chief complaints of pelvic pain. And all the traditional examinations and treatments were unable to resolve her problem. And during the history taking um, of her complaints, she, she mentioned that she had a, a large tattoo on her lower back near her waist, uh, right under her panty line. Um, so I used a soft laser treatment and immediately resolved her pelvic pain. It, this stuff's real deal. It's, it's called neural therapy. And when you start putting dyes in the skin, which are highly innervated with sympathetic nerve fibers, they keep firing into the nervous system. So it really ages you because when the adrenals keep pumping cortisol out, that's been linked to dementia and also for it's a catabolic hormone, meaning it literally tears your body down. It ages you. So you're going to shorten your lifespan. I mean, this is, you know, known known fact. But, you know, no, that, that, uh, that is really an interesting uh, uh, point that you brought up, and I, one that I haven't considered. I've considered it in people that have had piercings. That's kind of obvious how it mm-hmm. interferes with the yin-yang uh, uh, flow of energy in your body. But uh, I never considered it with tattoos. So that's really an interesting point. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, we are electromagnetic energy fields, and uh, uh, if tattoos can interfere with that, and obviously, obviously they do, uh, that could cause disease. Well, you know, it goes back to 36 when Hans Selye spoke about um, the the triad, you know, basically, uh, and no matter if it's psychological, structural, or chemical, the adrenals fire the same way. So piercings and injecting dye in the skin is a mechanical issue, and the adrenals are just going to keep firing away. Wow. Well, that, that's good information, ladies and gentlemen, because most physicians and healthcare providers that are not trained naturopathically or have an acup- or acupuncturist don't think of energy fields. But it, it is really, uh, Dr. Jerry works with it every day. Really important uh, uh, part of your health system. So they have to, to stay healthy. You, you really can't have any blockages. Because the blockages can cause pain. They can cause symptoms which... You know, and then you put a group of symptoms together together, and you have a disease, but uh, it can come from energy blockage. Well, it sets up the body for a low resistance. You know, uh, a perfect example, we had a, a patient, uh, he was kicked in the forehead by a mule. He was trying to help his father uh, shoot a mule, and um, he, he simultaneously was thrown back against a support post in the barn, and he injured his shoulder. Well, for eight years, he couldn't raise his left uh, arm above his shoulder. And I had just returned in 1995 from a a neural therapy class with uh, Dietrich Klinghart, my main mentor. And so I basically injected, he had an 18-inch scar on his forehead. And as soon as I injected procaine without any uh, preservatives in it, and I said, Abner, can you raise your arm? He was able to raise his arm normally. It basically took away the interference field that was telling the nervous system that his left shoulder was still injured. Wow. So, yeah, neural therapy has been around since the 1940s, and, of course, you don't hear it on the 6 or 11 o'clock news because it's too effective. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about tattoos, and, and remember that 10%... Uh, the, the way that 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 I I can phrase this is tattoos last, and so does the pain in ten percent of people. Ten percent of people, 
because it it, uh, it affects your immunity and your neuropathic system. Ten percent of people with tattoos experience abnormal reactions. This is from New York University Langone Medical Center. Okay, right here in the United States, four percent of the cases the symptoms went away in four months, but a lot of people continue to have itching, scaling uh, that lasts a lot longer in chronic reactions. Uh, like enlarged lymph nodes and even uh, diseases that look like uh, uh, lymphoma, okay, because the, the lymph glands get, get get so huge. Well, you know, it's so, interesting. Anytime you have itching uh, in an area, it's a sign of toxicity. So, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it means you... something. Dr. Ron, and, Dr. Perry, yep. have any of you come across an I don't know. This is the opposite of what we're talking about today, but it's got to do with tattoos. That getting a, a tattoo or more than one tattoo actually increases your immune system. Have you have you read this anywhere? I came across this on some articles that I was reading on the internet. It didn't give. No, specific. it stimulates it, but it, it it has the opposite effect because it can cause autoimmunity. Okay, so and in fact, another paper might, that my daughter translated, it caused sarcoidosis in a number of patients. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Wow, not good. Well, no. it's the same mentality of adding adjuvants to the vaccines where you have formaldehyde and polysorbital 80 and thimerosal and aluminum and, the, you know, fetal tissue. So mm-hmm. their, their thinking is that it's going to enhance... The, the immune response to give you a greater protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you All put right, these poisons in, these oxides and the paints and the alcohol and the formaldehyde and the plastics in your body, well, your body's going to react because it doesn't belong there. And ladies Absolutely, and gentlemen, the, and especially yeah. if you get it at the wrong place with an uh, uh, unsterile situation where everything's not sterilized, that's going to make it worse. Well, you know, you have the the individual who, let's say, uh, has a lot of tattoos and and their diet is not good, so they're stressed out from that. And let's say they just got fired from their job, so they got psychological distress in their life and their girlfriend just broke up with them and their mother changed the locks on the house so they can't get back in the house. You know, they got a problem. Right. So they're walking time bomb for the, the whole disease process. Yep. And uh, uh, people that take chances with uh, with non-totally sterile situations really put themselves in for possible hepatitis and HIV and so forth. Well, and you had hep- that big break in the 60s, I think it was. It went rampant, the uh, hepatitis and the infections, the jaundice and the whole bit from, from the uh, tattooing. And it just kind of like went underground for for probably a decade. Exactly. It was It was like a secretive thing. Well, not today. You know, they didn't want the bad news to hit the airways because it was bad for business. Right. They only wanted to have the good news come out. And uh, uh, so then later on, it became more popular as people accepted it, as they do today. So, well, yeah, because they have, uh, you know, uh, football players and basketball players and baseball players and, you know, their favorite actors, they're all sporting these artwork on their on their body, so it, it's uh, fashionable. I'd like to know how someone uh, stands some of the tattoos I see. The total body looks like it's tattooed. Everywhere. I saw, I saw one guy, he was uh, actually had the tattoo to make him look like a serpent. 
Can you imagine yeah. how much morphine he had to take when they had to go around his private areas? <laughs> <laughs> now I can tell some of the jokes that I had for today, but I don't know if I can or not. <laughs> no, be careful. <laughs> I have to be careful. Uh, you know, Jerry, you, you brought up a point about using laser, and that that, that was for pain. But uh, there's been some study about yellow tattoo ink because that is broken down and metabolized in the body, and it's broken down by sunlight. Wow. So the sunlight turns the yellow ink colorless, but the pigments remain, and they're still toxic and get dispersed through your body. So, you know, yellow dye is, is, is also a danger, you know, especially just for some plastic surgeons that use, you know, high-potency high, uh, uh, lasers and whatever. Uh, they, they could actually be making the person sicker and not even know it. Because it may not happen right away. Well, I, so I like to. ladies and gentlemen, are potentially toxic. They can cause car, car, cancer, inflammation, DNA damage. They have hydrocarbons, benzene, formaldehyde, antifreeze, and I could go on and on and on. Uh, so you really uh, think before you ink. That make a good bumper sticker. Don't do it. Well, but you know what's interesting? You know, you said uh, that the tattooing was popular in the United States in what the the sixties or seventies. But I came across um, the Ice Man that was found in the Italian Austrian border in nineteen ninety one had tattoo patterns on his body, and they they carbon dated it, and it was fifty two hundred years old. Right. Right. So, but it was interesting. The areas where he had the uh, the tattooing, uh, his ankles and the other areas corresponded to areas of strain-induced degeneration. So they think it may have been uh, to alleviate joint pain, and it was mainly like therapeutic. Wow. They did. They did find the the Otzi Iceman. Um, yeah, that's the guy. Uh, yeah. Thirty-three hundred BC. Maybe that's the uh, same one whose mummy was found, and he had sixty-one tattoos, actual tattoos on his body. Wow! Now, well, of he, course, he, some of these, some of these, uh, some of these groups that go way back use them for religious reasons. And I don't know what kind of dye they they use or how toxic they they were, but but they go back to Egypt and Nubia, the Patsy color of Russia. Um, uh, there just seem to be all these different uh, tattoos that went along throughout th- throughout history, and then of course now we have the uh, modern one. Now, Jews for fifty some hundred, I forget what the exact year is, fifty seven, whatever it is, they do not allow tattoos. Correct? Absolutely no tattoos yeah. on the body whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, well, you I know, believe- you, you, yeah, you brought yes. up an interesting point about ancient Egypt. The right. women. Uh, were the ones that were doing the tattooing, and they would put a pattern around the abdomen, and they thought it actually helped to uh, protect the baby during the pregnancy. But, you know, there was a lot of uh, what they call mishagas or craziness going on in those days. Mm-hmm. And, and and I've heard from some of my Jewish friends that uh, if they have a tattoo, they're not allowed to be buried in uh, Jewish ground. Yeah, that's part of the culture. Right. You're not allowed to have a tattoo if you're Jewish. And so 
I guess I must be Jewish because I don't have any uh, tattoos. Well, I guess <laughs> if right. you convert before you before your burial, then it's okay. <laughs> what's what's All that? right, so ladies and gentlemen, yeah. on tattoos, think before you ink. Uh, you know, if you really feel the need, please go to a licensed tattoo parlor. Try and find one that maybe you that knows the ingredients of the ink he's injecting into you. And if you get enlarged lymph glands, rash. Uh, under your armpits or in your groin, even years afterwards, you can report it to the FDA on the website for tattoos. Uh, but they do cause autoimmunity problems. They can cause lymph node enlargement. Uh, there was a case recently reported in Medscape of a woman that uh, they thought she had Hodgkin's lymphoma, but it turned out to be enlarged lymph glands from tattooing. Uh, it can cause headaches, chronic neuropathic pain, and then the, the the it can cause problems like with the formaldehyde and antifreeze in your body, uh, affecting your immune system. Maybe you're more prone to allergies, colds, uh, or whatever. So uh, think before you ink, and it, they do last a lifetime. And uh, 10% of the people who get tattoos will have chronic pain. Uh, now, you, else you have to correct to you, Dr. Ron. Dr. Ron, you said yeah, they ahead. last for a lifetime. It's eternity. If they found a 200-year-old uh, two, mummy that still had tattoos on it, that's eternity to me. You're right. You're right. That's, that's good. <laughs> Here we go with the semantics again. Well, that's all right. I'm, I'm cutting your microphone off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to cut me off next, aren't you, Ron? <laughs> Depends on your jokes. <laughs> And well, then I, was, I was, I took my father to the optometrist's office. You like this one? She had a sign out front. If you don't see what you're looking for, you've come to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Then, Anything as to tattoos? We'll take a quick break, and then uh, we can talk about UV light and Parkinson's disease. We can talk about a lot of different subjects that have come up this week, Jed. Jerry, you've had some interesting cases this week also. Uh, anything else before uh, on tattoos before we take a quick one-minute break? Well, yeah, some, some people want their tattoos removed after they have them put on for 10 years or whatever, and that's a very difficult situation with the, with the lasers, and they're yep. really difficult to get, to get rid of, and sometimes they run into more complications trying to take them off than they do leave them alone, just by leaving them alone. Do you have any comment on that, Jerry or Ron? I have no experience with that, so I can't really oh. uh, give you any input. Well, I don't either, but in my reading, uh, they try to do this, and, and they go through all kinds of scarring in hell and sometimes infection, and uh, you have to be very, very, very careful with that. So if, if mean, you're going to get your tattoos. tattoo, make sure you're going to keep it whatever. Uh, Eternity, yeah. I mean, they can, re they can remove small ones, but if they use lasers and whatever, some of these dyes are sensitive to the light. And so they can you know, just spread it through your system. So it's it's not a safe thing to do. It'll turn yeah. into an All impressionistic right. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a shirt. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick one-minute commercial for Dr. my son, Dr. Ron, down in Naples. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole-body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one -on -one in a private environment. 
Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenations, cool cryo spa. Come chill with us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the Naples area, uh, it's a three-minute treatment, uh, great for neuropathic pain. Uh, a lot of the uh, professional ball players uh, that train here in spring training uh, would go down to uh, Dr. Ron's cryo spa to get treated after a workout session. Uh, in fact, it was there were so many coming there. He's going to open up a second one closer to their workout facilities. Uh, it's a three-minute treatment with excellent results. So lots of endorphins get flowing afterwards. Lots of energy produced. And uh, as a side benefit, 500 calories are burned up. So uh, you might want to consider that if you're in Southwest Florida. All right. Well, you know, we just had a hat tattoos. That was something to talk about because we all see them around. We see, like Dan says, we see see people with uh, tattoos that like shirts on them instead of clothing. It's it's just uh, I don't know. I think uh, we're going if they get to be grandparents, they're going to uh, have a lot of saggy saggy tattoo ink. All right, so let's just talk about something about UVB light. You know, we've talked about uh, people with Parkinson's disease have low levels of vitamin D, okay? But just to summarize a recent French study, they found that age-dependent association between UVB and Parkinson's disease incidence. In other words, the less you were exposed to UVB light, the higher your incidence of Parkinson's disease. And they found it, you know, geographically in different regions of France. So... There were some limitations to the study, uh, but they concluded that you must maintain healthy levels of vitamin D as the most effective protective protective or treatment effect for Parkinson's disease. So we've talked about that. We've talked about uh, why, you know, if you take a statin drug, it knocks your, uh, there's no fat, so you don't absorb, absorb vitamin D. Uh, so another study to, to show that uh, the sun is not toxic and that you need adequate sunlight, and you need vitamin D levels. And that's something you can get checked. And it should be not at the low level of 20. It should be between 50 and 70. So uh, you should know that because it's important for your immune system. Vitamin D is, is on receptors on every cell of your body. Every cell of your body has a vitamin D receptor. So you should know that and, and watch your vitamin D levels. All right, next. Got anything, Jerry? Well, yeah, I had some interesting things. You know, with the tattoos, you basically had an interference field. Well, there's other right. issues that can create interference fields. So, for example, uh, a scar. Um, I had a patient recently had uh, a surgery for lung cancer, and then, uh, you know, a year later she developed this exquisite sharp pain in the area where the uh, scar was. And using neural therapy, where you take uh, procaine without any preservatives, injecting it with like a 30-gauge needle, which is very, very fine, and um, 
the result was we called her today because I just did it yesterday, and the, the pain totally disappeared. It was there for several months. So it's pretty impressive. Uh, and, and also, again, interference fields can also come from infections in the mouth, and then they do a root canal tooth. Well, it's a dead organ, and it can create toxicity and also, you know, hamper your whole immune system. Uh, it, what was interesting, I had a patient who had stage 4 throat cancer, and he told his endocrinologist he was going to do alternative therapy. And, of course, the doc says it's a farce and you're wasting your time and money. But he had three root canal teeth, and the x-rays looked pristine. I could send them to a 1,000 dentists. They would look at it and say, there's no infection. There's nothing going on. But when they were tested energetically, they were all infected. And the same pathogens that were in the three root canal teeth were in the same site in the throat where the cancer was. So I extracted the teeth, put ozone, homeopathics, ionic silver in there. He was on uh, raw foods, rice technology, and he also had was getting insulin potentiation therapy. In three weeks, the stage four cancer totally disappeared. The hospital's own documentation proved it, and that was seven years ago. So the key is, I call it the splinter theory. You remove the source of the problem, whether it be a dysfunctional scar or pigmentation in your skin or an affected root canal, you remove that source and the body wants to go back to factory default. It wants to heal, wants to go back to normal. So to me, that's pretty darn exciting. Um, beats, it beats working, that's for sure. No, it is exciting because, again, what, what, what have we talked about? Get to the cause of the problem. Find out what's wrong. Don't just put a Band-Aid on it. Fix the cause. And don't uh, be embarrassed to, yeah, to, to to push the doctor to the wall in a nice way and keep asking, well, what's the underlying cause? Because the, the medications that they want to prescribe in many cases are worse than the original disease process. I don't know whether the, the uh, Rheumatoid Disease Foundation is still in business. They were in Tennessee. But they uh, had lots of research out of Great Britain about the rheumatoid arthritis being uh, caused by uh, uh, boulder fungus, and they were they were using antifungals for six weeks, getting a Herxheimer's reaction, and people just walking away. So I, I was trying it in my office. Mm-hmm. It worked, and, and that's when I learned about the neural therapy from, is it Heineke or Hunky or... Yeah, Heineke the, Brothers Ger- over in Germany. Heineke yeah. Brothers. And and just like you, you, you uh, told a story about your patient... I would have the same thing, and I, I think I mentioned to you, I, I would inject appendectomy scars, and back pain would go away. Uh, it's just crazy. And it, it, this guy says, why, why are you putting a shot there? My, my back hurts. Well, I determined that was the cause of the energy blockage, and that's why the um, uh, tattoo interference was so interesting to me today. Because uh, Absolutely. Wait. Yeah, we, we had a patient years ago had 25 years of pain in their little toe, and I tracked it down to the gallbladder scar that she had. And three weeks after I injected the scar, her 25-year pain in a little toe totally disappeared. And if you look on the acupuncture meridians, guess what runs there on the little toe? The gallbladder meridian. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. interesting. So this is really uh, – and, and uh, I sent uh, – I asked Dr. Dan to see someone uh, uh, who is a prototherapist, but he's also an acupuncturist. And that's why he that's where that that that's why he gets so much success because he knows where to put the prolo because right. he tests energetically. Right, Dan. And then Hurricane Irma came and ruined the <laughs> the appointments. 
<laughs> well, he's in Sic- he's in Sicily right now, so you, he's got to wait. That's good. He's. I, I, know I you know what I want to talk about the FDA for a second because they are really doing their job. They're bending over backwards just to take good care of us. And if you want to hear another story, I'll tell you. But <laughs> a little bakery, a little bakery, and let me get the name of this bakery called. Nashoba Brook Bakery. They got a warning label from the FDA, gave their business 15 da- days to fix a serious issue with one of its ingredients. Now, hold on to your seats. The problem was, quote, it's a little love. They put love as one of the ingredients on the product. Now, the FDA, can they can t- turn their head about all those ingredients, the, the uh formaldehyde and so forth in, in vaccines and in tattoos, but because he put love as a, an ingredient, he he, uh, he had to change it. He had to change all his labeling. So the FDA, ladies and gentlemen, they don't care that MSG has been relabeled and uh, hidden. Uh, they, they're not even tra- tracking that, but there's a lot of MSG out there, ladies and gentlemen. Not supposed to be, but they've, they now they call it uh, by different names. They uh, and I had a list one someplace. But they, there's still MSG in your foods, ladies and gentlemen. It's called hydrolyzed, hydrolyzed protein. Soy protein has MSG, soy protein isolate, sodium and calcium castanate, autolyzed yeast and yeast extract. So that, that you can find MSG in those. But don't put love on your ingredients. Otherwise, the FDA will come after you. Well, you can't measure the love. That's the problem, right? You can't to quantify it. <laughs> Another great story. Another great story. Jeez. So, I had another thing here. You know, cancer de esophagus is really, uh, it ranks six now. When I was in practice, I'm sure with Dr. Dan, too, we didn't see a lot of it. Maybe one every five years or so. Oh, very rare, Ron. Right. Right? Right. Very, very rare. Number, number six now. Oh. Well, yeah, Dr. Ron, I attribute that to all the fancy dentistry that's being done. You know, really? you know, Are you if, serious? If yeah, seriously. No, I'm serious because if you're in China and you got a toothache, they don't spend three thousand dollars and do a root canal and a build up in a crown. You know, they do Yankee Doodle Dandy. They extract it. But <laughs> but when you, when you got all those toxic materials, you have a dead tooth, and then you put in a post in there. You know, it could be one material, could be stainless steel, titanium. <clears throat> then you put a golden porcelain crown on top. <clears throat> now you got a, you have a, a galvanic current going on there. Plus you have the dead tooth, which is going to enhance the dissemination of the poisons. And guess where does it go? In the lymphatic lymphatic system. So your lymph nodes in the throat are going to drain it. It's going to seep out into the esophageal tissue. Mm. So yeah, well. That's a, that's a that's a great point, really. You know, you, you know, and we we never did our our, our program on on oral health and and disease, because uh, you know, like like you said a couple of weeks ago, if your toothbrush has blood on it, you got a problem. And we, we yeah, we the, should the do key that. yeah the key in the equation is that today, it, dentistry is like crazy. You have bleaching agents, you have all these resins, for example, you know, with bisphenol A in it. 
uh, plus other chemicals. And then, like I had a woman that had swollen lymph nodes for the longest time. It was probably nine months. And it turned out it was coming from a large resin material that was put into a molar tooth that wasn't fully cured. See, when the dentist cures these resins, they have a light. Well, if the bulb is not, you know, at its maximum strength, the the deep penetration is is diminished so that the actual material doesn't cure. So you have the internal components of the resin leaching mm-hmm. out. Well, your lymph your lymph system's going to pick it up. Mm. <clears throat> That's an interesting point, hey, uh, Jerry and Dan. Do you know that Robert Kardashian Sr., uh, the father yeah. that which I never watched. He died of esophageal cancer at age 59. Wow. Oh, esophageal cancer? Yeah. Humphrey Bogart died of it. Richard Dawson from oh. Family Feud. Humphrey Bogart smoked, but cancer. I know that. Yeah. Uh, Kardashian never smoked. No, no, he didn't. I didn't that's know that. That's what they said. But, that's you know, it would be interesting to, to see the dental records. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that's why I'm bringing this up. They're saying these, uh, they said it, the Bogart family said he never smoked. They never saw him with a cigarette in his hand. So that would be interesting to to, to see if they had any root canals or uh, dental dental implants or whatever. You know, uh, Hitler had uh, eight or nine root canals in his head, and I think that was one of the reasons why he was so crazy. Jeez. I'm serious. My, my mentor, he had access to uh, records from Hitler uh, because he had some pretty high up people in Germany that he confers with. And, um, yeah, they, he reviewed the records, and there was like eight or nine root canals. And the, he always had stomach problems, Hitler. He was getting shot up every day by his physician um, to pump up vitamins in him and other drugs. But uh, I can almost guarantee you it was the toxic root canals causing his mental, emotional states. Yeah, makes sense. Well, to finish up on the esophagus, uh, University of Texas researchers there they confirmed a finding that they've been looking for that zinc can help cancer cells from multiplying. Zinc, ladies and gentlemen. And where do you find zinc? Where's the Sardines. Beef? Sardines. Yep. Flax. Flax to the max. Omega-3s, right? You talked about them. Uh, pumpkin seeds. And as you said, sardines, uh, oysters, and Jerry, what what I used to recommend, and you could tell me if it's still uh, good today, is uh, don't overdo zinc. Maybe around fifteen to twenty milligrams a day. Well, it depends on you know. See, I don't make blanket statements anymore because every person is a chemical, energetic individual. So I test. Some people may need sixty milligrams of zinc. Others may need fifty. Others may just need fifteen. So. To do it judiciously, you really have to test each individual. But zinc is very powerful for turning on the immune system. But what I'm finding, again, it's what we've been hammering away for months, um, is the splinter theory. Remove the offending substance. And and that's what the heck it's all about. You know, the perfect example, uh, back in August, I had a patient come down from Canada, and she had lung cancer or has lung cancer, and they cut part of her right lung off, and um, they did some other pretty uh, invasive procedures. And so the key is it was like desperation that she came down to see me, and I picked up that she had 
mercury, lead, cadmium, aluminum, arsenic, cytomegalovirus, Epstein-Barr virus, Lyme, candida, two, uh, two pesticides, streptococcal vaccine, uh, in the thyroid, and then some pesticides in her lung, meningococcal vaccine in her lungs. And all I did was start to put her on a nutritional program, and then she went out on my recommendation to get this merit water, this structured water. Well, I just got an email from her today, and she said, um, you know, I'm loving my merit water. Uh, I had the results from my recent scans, and some great news. Her tumors have shrunk from 1.7 centimeters to 0.9 millimeters, mm. and her malignant pleurisy is negligible. You know, and this is just since um, August 29th. So you have September, October. That wasn't a long time, and she had all this other fancy, you know, medical therapies. But I zeroed in on what I call the splinters or the causative factors, put her on nutritional program to, to pull them out of her body, and the body's responding dramatically. Hmm. Hey, great, great, great results. I mean, you can't, you can't you know, argue with the results. It's too simple. It's too simple, Doctor Ron and Doctor Dan. It's staring you right in the face. You have the pathology slide. It's telling. All you got to do is use energetic testing because there's no blood test in the world that's ever going to pick this stuff up because it's trapped in the tissues. You literally can so test it, off the pathology slide. Is the CyberScan the only instrument that can do this? No, I did it uh, manually. In other words, I have vials. Yeah, I have yeah, I have vials, and each vial has a frequency impregnated into the water, so I can delineate the specific substances, whether it be metals, viruses, uh, pesticides, you know, or whatever, or vaccines. So I can determine energetically what is in that tissue. And then you just start addressing it and pulling it out, and then the body wants to go back to normal. Wow! So you're you're using muscle testing? Correct. Is that, the kind of, is that yeah. what you're doing? Okay. Yeah, it's it's more sophisticated. It's called direct resonance testing. Uh, that was uh, put out or discovered by Yoshiaki Amura, who's a an ingenious uh, practitioner up in Manhattan. Um, so yeah, it's. You could test pretty much, you know, anything. That's where I find these specific, like in autistic kids, for example, we're finding the thimerosal on the left side of the brain and vaccines trapped in the different organs. And when you start clearing out the brain of the thimerosal, their speech and their hyperactivity start to diminish dramatically. That's a that's a frightening statistic from the uh, movie Vaxxed. Dr. Seneff says... In the next 50 years, one out of two children will have uh, autism. One out of two. Never one existed. Out of, one out of one two. It's one out of 50 now. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, they're trying to control the population explosion. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what? You, you, you've read the same article I did about Bill Gates and Buffett and all. They, they really don't want too many people in the world. Well, you know, the Indian Supreme Court is seriously considering suing Bill Gates for his uh, international vaccine program because they've damaged a whole lot of the Indian children down there big time. And, well, and well what they did, it, they did it with the Gardasil, the Gardasil vaccine. They, they put these young girls in trials and without consent, and these girls are having seizures, dying, passing out. Right. And they, they, you know, they're just experimenting on them. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, 
uh, I don't want to use that word, an H word, but it's just like what he did in, in Germany. Horrible. Absolutely. Well, you know that movie, uh, Constant Gardener, with Rachel Wise? Yeah, uh, I didn't see it, it, but I know. It was a true story, yeah. If you ever get a chance, you've got to watch it. It's based on a true story that took place in Africa where they were, uh, the pharmaceutical companies were experimenting in the so-called flu vaccines. They were putting in these experimental things and, you know, tracking them that way, and they had these unmarked graves that they were just burying the, the people that died. I mean, they didn't care. I mean, it's it's just despicable. Wow. What's the name of that movie, uh, Jerry? Constant Gardner. Ralph, Ralph Fiennes and Rachel Wise. I mean, the okay, acting. I, it just, I know Ray Fiennes. Constant yeah. Gardner. Okay. Yep. Okay. Ray Fiennes and who's the other one? Rachel Wise. Okay. I'm going to look it up on the Internet. Yep. Hey, you All know, right, Dr. Uh, Dan, Dr. Jerry, let's... Uh, you know, you you know that I had this uh, bad infection, but uh, let's finish up. And uh, okay, okay. Right. But you had you had another story. Go ahead, Doctor Jerry. Oh, hey. You're going to have another another patient. Well, I mean, we've had um, you know other patients um, uh, with cancer, like melanoma, and the same thing. And we go in there, we delineate what the heck the chemicals were in the area, and the, the melanoma disappeared. It's just, um, it gets back to basics, you know. If you got a splinter, you can put all the medication you want on the splinter. It's not going to heal until you remove the problem. Um, I got good same news thing for you, I, Jerry. What's that? I just, I just looked at my notes for next week. Uh, Todd Davis, that'll be our guest for next week, He's gonna have, he has a whole line of CBD products for pets. Oh, fantastic. So I can get my pet high, huh? <laughs> Rocky Mountain high, baby. You got it. Put the pedal to the metal, man. Watch my cat levitate. Cheese and chong. You know, they talk about the population, and you mentioned Gates and Buffett and so forth and so on. If you took the entire population of the world, of the entire world, you can fit them into one state in the United States, and that state is Texas. Did you know that? No. Well, because there's a lot of bullshit down in Texas, so it grows the vegetables <laughs> fast. <laughs> but they would actually fit into the state of Texas. Get out of here. The whole world. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So How many high do you have to stack them? Come on, Dan. Yeah, no, on, I think not. <laughs> At least that's that's when we had seven billion people. I, I have to look it up to get out. You're not that. drinking that Geritol again, are you? <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Right, maybe he's drinking the unstructured water. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm I think so. Sweet Italian wine <laughs> that my wife likes. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, these interference fields. There was a big meeting. In, the, in 1940, down in Washington, D.C. No, I'm sorry, in Baltimore. It was in Baltimore. Uh, and they had dentists and physicians there, and they were talking about this very same issue of interference fields. And it was a major problem back then, but, you know, when the antibiotics came on the scene in the latter part of the 40s, early 50s, they started, you know, burying all this information because they didn't want it to get out there. I mean, uh, I had a patient fly in from Seoul, Korea, for example, that had congestive heart failure. Ten years. Okay, no, none of the specialists could figure it out. And I tracked it down to um, 
uh, strep infection in the jawbone where she had a wisdom tooth extracted exactly 10 years before. And once I got the strep infection under control you know, with frequencies and nutrients, her congestive heart failure totally resolved. And then we had another interesting case of a patient on steroids for over a year. He had emphysema. And using the muscle testing technique and direct resonance, I pinpointed that he had strep viridens in the jawbone where he had a bicuspid tooth taken out 15 years before. And when I resolved that infection in the jawbone, his emphysema totally disappeared. So, you know, it's getting into the lymphatic system, into the lungs, the esophagus, you know, the whole head and neck area. So it's just a matter of where it concentrates enough to trip off the, um, you know, replication process, and you're going to get disease. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, to, to those of you that are new to this podcast, you may be hearing things that are really hard for you to understand, but maybe um, you should uh, take a look at Dr. Jerry Smith's website, icnr.com, and look at the videos. I mean, he, uh, I, uh, you know, we all understand what he's talking about about resonance testing and and frequencies, uh, but this is not taught in medical school. In fact, nutrition is not taught in medical school. Medical school, uh, you are taught how to use drugs because it's controlled by the big pharmaceutical companies. And you're, you're, you're not taught to critically think about what Dr. Smith calls the splinter uh, technique, get to the cause of it. So um, you might want to take a look at his website, icnr.com. It's fun stuff. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I had a, a seminar in my office this past weekend, and one of the dentists had the right knee and right shoulder pain for as long as he can remember. And part of the course, we were talking about the Therify and the scalar energy. So I had him lie down on the table, and he was in the plasma field for six minutes. He, he gets up, and he walks out of the room, and he's shaking his leg, and he's moving his shoulder around. He says, I don't know what to say. He says, my pain's gone both in my shoulder and my knee. Gone. Boom. Wow. It's technology that, you know, you're going to see on the Star Wars type thing where it's frequency. frequencies can break apart chemicals like cytokines and, uh, you know, waste products like lactic acid, butyric acid, and leukotrienes, which create pain. So the name of the game is if you can electronically disassemble them, then they don't cause the pain. It's like like an erasure. You take you erase the word off the page and it disappears. You change the molecular structure, and guess what? It has it can't cause pain anymore. And Jerry, I would recommend to our listeners if they want to experiment with right frequencies, they can go to YouTube and and, and yeah, listen they, to something. Yeah, right? they broadcast frequencies right right off of yeah. the YouTube channel. Yeah, just to get an idea of what we're talking about. Yeah, there's plenty of videos on Rife's story, his history, on Tesla, on, you know, the scalar energy. Uh, Thomas Galen Hieronymus, who was the inventor of uh, uh, radionics. I mean, there's plenty of information, Russian researchers you can look up. Um, and, you know, educate yourself because this is the wave of the future. The unfortunate thing is, you know, medicine, I believe, is starting to implode. And I think that's why they're attacking the alternative uh, movement because 
they're threatened, and uh, people are starting to wake up and vote with their pocketbooks. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're seeing this same thing played out, just like the tobacco industry and the NFL. They denied concussion for all those years. The medical establishment denying that there's anything but drugs to treat diseases. So, you know, this this is not new. This is like a Saul Linsky novel again. Drugs that cost a dollar that are now costing $100 and $700 that shouldn't cost hardly anything. When Dr. Dan and I were practicing, you could get a Donatol tablet for irritable bowel or gastrointestinal problems for, you know, five cents, ten cents a tablet. Right. The right. same thing now is ten dollars a tablet. That's a, how, that's how, how is that? Let's correct it for inflation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, inflation. They want to make more money at their end, that's all. Well, Biggest of course, lobby well, in, yeah. in, in Washington. Absolutely. The same thing that that we mentioned with our uh, fees for going to school, what it costs to just to spend one year in school or in college, they're really out of sight, really yeah. going up. Well, all I can say is, um, you know, you had the quote about survival of the fittest, and I think it's it's boiled down to it's going to be survival of the smartest, the people that amass educational nutrition to understand how the body's really working, to start eating clean and, and deny putting toxic substances into their body. They're the only ones that are going to survive this onslaught. But yeah, the people that survive wanna... it, but it's going to take them to to instill those principles into their children because if their kids get all those vaccines and eat all the drink the fluoridated water, their IQ is not going to be that that great. Absolutely. Uh but yeah the key is educate yourself, look at the information on the vaccines, make an informed decision, and also yourself. I think, you know, most of my patients, <clears throat> it's not all, you know, they, they won't get the flu vaccines anymore because I've educated them. And I just had a patient in uh, from the uh, Orthodox community, and his goal was to educate his community. And he said he's taken this people's uh, level up one notch, and he says, it, it's very enlightening and, and heartening to to see that people are starting to wake up. It's, it's a process. It really is a process, and and I think if they knew that some of these vaccines contained aborted fetus cells, that would that mm. would again would bring them to another level. Mm-hmm. Which we never yeah. knew years ago. Right. Well, plus exactly. the contamination of the these retroviruses from the chickens. I mean, um, that Judy Mikovits, you know, she wrote a book called uh, Plague, and you know, she blew the whistle in 1990 that these vaccines were picking up the retroviruses from the chicken embryos that they were growing them on, and that was unbeknownst to the manufacturers and the scientists. And she blew the whistle, and you know, her reward was they threw her in jail and they literally bankrupt her. Whoa. And you know what? It's, it's all in the book. It's called yeah. Plague. And, and and on that same same note, a, a Michigan mother was just put in court, in jail, because she refused to, to vaccinate her child. Put in jail. And once she was put, while she was in jail, this recently happened, they they gave her two-year-old daughter all her, all her immunizations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, this is this is sup- suppression at the highest level, and the people don't realize what the heck's coming down in this country. Um, 
if you get a chance, I want to throw this out there anyway. Um, Kevin Shipp, S-H-I-P-P, he talks about the deep state, talks about the shadow government. Go on YouTube and, and get educated people because, uh, you know, the, all the news agencies are basically sanitizing the information of the deep state and the shadow government. You're not getting a true picture of what's going on. So educate yourself. Do you think it's possible that anybody could start a medical school that would add what we're talking about to regular medicine? No, they would be shut down. Or they would never get started. Right. Right. No, Nobody would go for it. I mean, even if you you use the usual Western medicine and added what we're talking about to this, to really study this stuff and do research, they, they would probably shut it down before it ever was even in the process of being started. Oh, absolutely. That's what they did to the homeopathic uh, educational institutions. Uh, they basically, yeah, they, they destroyed them because they said they're not conforming to the scientific method. And, exactly. and they put in, yeah, they put in allopathic deans into these colleges and they basically closed them down one at a time. That was all Rockefeller's doing from back that's in the 30s. Why we never yep. got any, that's why we, oh, Rockefeller did that. That's why we never got homeopathy when we went to medical school, where they were teaching it in my father's day. But in our time, there was no homeopathy taught. Did you get well, any, Ron, at all? Well, you know, no, I think it's just like acupuncture. You know, back in the 60s when uh, Nixon went over to China, I think one of his staff came down with a serious problem and had to do surgery, and they did it without anesthesia. And, mm-hmm. you know, acupuncture went underground. Uh, it was suppressed, but then after that, it started to surface again. And I think similar things are going to happen where the people are getting educated. They're going to demand, um, you know, natural approaches uh, and non-invasive approaches. Again, it goes uh, full cycle, but it's going to happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, okay. just, uh, on this subject, let me give you a name. Uh, uh, WI38. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That is the baby girl that was aborted in Sweden whose cells re- are used to make vaccines. A Dr. Teresa Deicher, D-E-I-S-H-E-R, a genetic engineer with a Ph.D., said that's may, that is what might be behind many childhood cancers. Dr. Deicher revealed her cell line was contaminated with a retrovirus that can be reactivated and is known to be associated with lymphomas in children. And I could go on and on and on. And only those cells associated with cancer, she went on to tell, but they're associated with autism too. In fact, autism rates have surged every time another vaccine made using that fetal cell line was added to the lineup. So every time they use these aborted fetal cells, more autism showed up. So she says you're going to re- you'll probably read as, as more and more people know about it that they this is an internet uh, phenomenon and everything is is uh, uh, washed off of them. She said, but it's not so. Don't, don't buy it. She said they're not purified. Okay, so be careful. Wi, ask your doctor if the, if your vaccine contains Wi thirty eight. Okay, and not only for children. Zostavax, the shingles vaccine contains fetal cells, okay? So there's two two lines of fetal cells, WI-38 and MRC-5. WI-38 and MRC-5. Fetal Is the cells. MRC-5 also contaminated, Ron? 
Yep. Mm. So, uh, you know, but I can't blame the population because even their physicians don't know what's in those vaccines. The doctors just just take just buy them from the CDC and from Merck or Sanofi or whatever, and just give them out. So, as Dr. Jerry says, please get educated, know about it, make an informed decision. If you want to take a chance, go ahead, but at least you know uh, you are taking a chance. Are these in your uh, tetanus and uh, diphtheria vaccines also? I don't think so. No, no, I don't, no, I, don't, no. I, think I think these are in the... Uh, it's a virus, it's live virus vaccines. Or the, the viral, yeah, virus. right, exactly, exactly. I, I should have I known that, okay, yeah. the viral vaccines, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with Dr. Jerry Smith and Dr. Dan. We're here every Tuesday. Next week we'll have a program on cannabinoids uh, with the CEO of Index Corporation who brought these, these products to the United States. And he'll also talk, I hope he'll talk about, the pet line that he has. And, you know, and then their, their effects on your life, uh, how, they are, how they are anti-inflammatory. They can treat a variety of different uh, diseases. So with that, Dr. Dan, Dr. Jerry, <coughs> let's, uh, yep. let's meet again next week. See you on the radio. See Sounds you. good. Ciao. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. Next week. Ciao.